Welcome to the Park Life Podcast. That's my little intro for today. You like my dance moves today? I did like your dances, specifically when it kind of sounds like a rocket might be taking <laughs> off and you had your hands clasped together and they separated at the end. Yeah, totally. It's my favorite. Right in well, tune with a, the music. It's a very exciting day. Yes. Um. So my best friend had her, it's her third child, but it's her first girl. So oh. we had a very exciting morning. So Little Miss Emma Camille was born today. Oh my I like gosh! Breathed something this morning, so I'm like, you had a long night, didn't you? Oh boy! And I hear when it's the third one, they just walk right on out. I it's kind of like a slip and slide at that point. We've been waiting because one of my other friends just, <laughs> wow, wow. Good morning, everybody. If you're listening to this on your drive to work. Oh, hey, Colleen. Um, <laughs> one of my other friends had her her first child, which was a girl, a few weeks ago. So we were just kind of waiting for Camille to have hers and. Super exciting. It's also my niece's birthday, so like lots of things. Birth everywhere. Um, I did see Toy Story 4. Have you seen it? I have not seen it. I know know you know I'm going to say no spoilers, so please no No spoilers. spoilers, Are you planning to see it? Yes. Okay. I just do want to say that almost everybody I talked to has said that they've cried. I did not cry. For once, I didn't cry. My gosh. But like, it was hard. I was holding back tears. There was one part that I was like, don't do it, Beth. Don't do it, Beth. Like, you're fine. It's just a movie. It's not just a movie. I know. It is. It's like the ending of an era. Like, there's so much nostalgia wrapped up in one movie. But, you know. I do want to see it. Uh, We just really don't go to the movies that often. So I don't know if I'm going to actually see it while it's out or wait until it comes out. But um, I'm going to have to probably see it in the movie theater because it's, I don't know how it's not going to get spoiled. There was a lot of, I would say, like, good laugh out loud moments. Like, adult moments. Um. So it was good. There were some kids in our theater, but nothing bad. Like that wasn't Aladdin. <laughs> on Aladdin. Um, I was ten. I may have mentioned this before, but ten when the first uh, Toy Story came out. Like I saw it for my birth as my birthday present. Well, maybe as part I of my we're birthday. We're the same age, aren't we? Yeah. Well, it came out in November of '95, and I turned ten yeah. in December. Yeah. So it was like a couple weeks after it had opened. I saw it. Yeah. And uh, crazy. Uh, yeah, and I was a kid. I mean, that was I'm thirty something now. So twenty thirty three. 23 years ago. Yeah. You know, it'll be 24 later this year. I feel old. My gosh. Um, So, no, I haven't seen it. Um, I'm I'm going to, I'll just, I'll do it. Um, But we are going to talk about some date night ideas. And I think part of my inspiration um, for suggesting this topic was because we, like Nicole and I did a date night the other night where we specifically just set aside time to actually go to a park, just us, didn't make plans with anyone else, just each other. Like, I'm sure people do that, right? And especially this time of year, there are still ways to have a romantical or date night and still beat the heat. Yes. Um, I also wanted to make sure that we talked about things that were all budgets or at least could be budget friendly because we can't all do the things. I mean, please, if money wasn't an option, my my suggestions would be very different. But like reality is. Yeah. I think we're realistic. I think we're going to be realistic about our our options. Good. I'm on board. I'm happy. I'm happy to talk about them. And hopefully we uh, give some inspiration to others. Um, Last week was Nicole's birthday. I was like, speaking of B-Days. Yeah. You you may have seen on at Energy Adventures, I posted a video of Nicole meeting her true number one, which is Donald Duck. 
Did you happen to see the video? And, and this is for a general question. I you know, and I'm like thinking because she's so good with characters. Like yes. she's so good with the meet the character meetup. So she was so funny. She's <laughs> out of control in the best possible way. If you haven't seen the video, head over to the Instagram at Energy Adventures. Donald goes a little crazy uh with her she's very excited about it we did have dinner at the boathouse how was that excellent i'm like a big boathouse fan so it was gonna be good pretty much no matter what menu but we're like we are always like "Mm -mm, no but i know like jen has said jen they go there a lot they love it i guess i don't know why we haven't been um i haven't had a bad meal granted i've only tried four dishes uh but all four of them were good what are their portions like the typically I get the wedge salad, which I know is not very exciting, and it is a seafood kind of restaurant. I'm getting a wedge salad with grilled chicken, but the reason I do that is I load up on the bread to start, so I don't want a super carby uh, meal. And their desserts are excellent, so that's pretty much why I'm okay. there. But um, the salad is gigantic; it always looks like it's not going to be enough. I mean, it's actually a half a head of lettuce, just like right. They yeah. just cut it. Yeah, yeah that's what it is. It just sits in your thing. Yeah. Um, Nicole usually gets the gluten-free version of the Yacht Club Club sandwich, and it's humongous. The gluten version of it is even bigger. Yeah. Um, and then we've gone with, you know, friends or family before, and I would say they're decently sized portions. It's not, like, too much where you're going to walk around, like, holding a belly like you might be pregnant. Right. Well, I mean, that's my goal when I go to a restaurant. <laughs> Have a food baby every single time. It's more gluten. The gluten really yes. buffs it up here. <laughs> <laughs> if a button doesn't pop off, I haven't eaten enough. Um, no. But it was good that we went to the... Wait, hold on, wait, hold yeah, on, go back. Oh, sorry, so sorry. What is your dessert of choice there? Oh, God, what isn't? So this okay. time, my, a friend and I split the cheesecake, blueberry cheesecake. So it's just cheesecake Ooh. with a layer of blueberry on top. Um, Nicole gets the gluten-free version of their chocolate cake with uh, like a raspberry sauce and a scoop of ice cream and hot fudge. This time, though, it said happy birthday on her plate. And it was complimentary, okay. which was nice. Yeah. Ooh. Um, Everything tastes better when it's free. Right? Oh, absolutely, yes. And I've also gotten the key lamb pie in a mason jar dessert before. That is excellent. Every um, like so that's three I different would love desserts. That. Doug would hate that. Okay, well then it sounds like he shouldn't get that. But he likes cheesecake. Now he likes cheesecake that's like plain cheesecake that really tastes like cheesecake. Yes, this is good, okay. not Italian cheesecake, and I don't, nothing wrong with it. I just don't prefer. I prefer the what they might call a New York style cheesecake, yeah. where it's cream cheese. Um, it's too big of a slice for one person, at least for me. It's a lot. It's a lot of cheesecake. Yeah. Uh, after it's that, a lot of cheesecake. It's just a. It's too much cheesecake. Um, is there such a thing? I think I just blasphemed. I don't think I don't, yeah, I think you did too. Take that back. Okay. I think you need, to, you need to edit that out. <laughs> now edit that out. As I'm looking at my little Golden Girls uh, thing, <laughs> I, have to, I have to actually show people what this is. This is a, a, a gift that uh, Jen Drennan sent me, and it's a little placemat kind of thing with magnets yeah. that allow you to uh, illustrate a scene from she the Golden Girls. You messaged me for your address for that, and I was yeah. like, "What is?" Like I'm in Target and I found something good. Girls, like send it to Greg. I was like, it is oh. amazing. Oh. I gotta post like, a picture. Well, up. if you ever are in Target and you find a gift card that you want to give to someone, my address is. Yes. <laughs> At that point, I'll give up my address. Um, after the boathouse, though, we went over to have to uh, Magic Kingdom to watch Happily Ever After. Met up with some more friends, um, and it was a, a good night. Yeah. Speaking of Happily Ever After, I have been kind of I like crave listening to Happily Ever After. Okay. I have I've never been through a season where I'm like, I just want to watch or listen to Happily Ever After. I listened to it this morning. How did it make you feel? Gosh, I just love it. For some reason, I think it's hilarious that the two songs that get me the most are the Hunchback and Notre Dame one. Yes. The, is it like out there or whatever? Yeah, and yeah. then the Hercules one. They go the distance. They do such yes. a good I'm job. Like, I don't know why, because those are not the most popular movies, but those are the two that get me. So I'm like, hmm. 
And I've tried looking up, which I found all these forums of people trying to find the um, Love is an Open Door, that like that slow version. version yeah. But it's like supposedly they just recorded that for Happily Ever After. I believe that. There's not a full version of it. And so I'm like, that's so sad because it's so good. It is good. Doug um, and I need to make our own. We'll just make up our own. <laughs> <laughs> you should do it because you know we'll play it here. Um, so don't copy me. <laughs> um, speaking of Happily Ever After, though, some of the guesses we received yes. um, for our Magic Mashup or other songs featured in Happily Ever After, and they were incorrect. So uh, this is one of those things where, unlike the previous mystery sound thing, this one seemed to generate the most anxiety, I think, from, <laughs> from listeners. I kept getting a lot of messages yes. of, like, just pure frustration. Yes, please tell me what it is. And for the most part, they got, at least the people that I, were, I was talking with, they got three of the four. It was always the fourth one they couldn't get. Maybe we need to do more of these moving forward. Yes. So I'm going to play it again just to drive you all crazy. I'm going to tell everyone what it is because we do have a winner. We did have someone successful. This person doesn't know it yet, um, but we do have a winner. So in case you missed it, here is the mashup one more time, not to drive you crazy, but maybe it is. It's that there's last, only, if you notice. Only, yeah, there's only one that I couldn't pull out. Yes. And if you notice, it, and it might be the one where the the other three end and the fourth one goes for like half a second longer than everything else. So you can hear the... Not the one in the very end. Like, I could hear that one. Okay. That was the one that everyone I'll had you, a problem I'll, getting. Oh, really? Okay, yes. I'll tell you the one that I couldn't hear. So uh, the four songs that you just heard in there were Under the Sea. Mm-hmm. Probably the most overwhelming one there was the It's a Small World theme. Like yeah. that to me, that was the. I know I made it, but well, listening I back, feel like Sebastian's voice is pretty. Yes, we all know unless, how much unless, of a fan. Unless he's singing, you know what? Play no, it, Greg. I have to find it because it's it's outrageous. And if you don't know what we're talking about, you just got to live back, oh think back. Oh my God! I think he might be on the toilet there. Uh, think back to uh, our beating the heat episode. Yep. It's party time. Hold on. Is anyone else dancing or is it just us? It's us. <laughs> it's probably just us. All right, here's the part where we really like, really like. Me mind on fire. Me soul on fire. Feeling hot, hot, hot. The poor cramp. Uh, I was thinking about that. I mean, yesterday the day before and it just made me giggle. Oh my gosh. Me feeling hot, hot, hot. All right, anyway. Um, just having a hot day. <laughs> having a hot day. So, uh, Under the Sea, It's a Small World, Hakuna Matata. Todd is the one I couldn't get. And you've got a friend in me from, of course, the original Toy Story. So now that you know all four, uh, I want you to listen to it one more time, those of you who are struggling with it. Um, so Hakuna Under Matata. the Sea, Hakuna Matata, It's a Small World, and You've Got a Friend in Me. Oh it's God. weird, yeah. It's uh, it's Timon and Pumbaa when they hit their longer notes that I think stood out yeah, for me in the middle there. Yeah, those um, are good clips, though. Good job. Who's our winner? So our winner is Brittany on Instagram at Durlings Do Disney. There are periods in between those words. So Durlings dot Do Disney. Well, dot. We would sound for her like a ding 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 or something. There it is. You just did it. So uh, <laughs> she's the winner of a That Park Life podcast prize pack as well as a twenty dollar shop credit to the Mouselets shop 
So I got to get that information and send that over her way. Uh, I think we'll have to redo do this another time. Oh yeah, thanks to everybody for participating. Yeah. Sorry we caused you a headache, but I think it was worth it was worth it for the prize. Yeah, uh, I, I was laughing and I probably shouldn't be because people were like really getting aggressive at trying to get me to tell them what it was. And even though they had guests and I, you know, I'm sure they want to go, they were not going to go around and tell anybody, but I just wanted to make them squirm a little bit. Oh yeah. And maybe that makes me a bad person. I think you're fine. Okay, fine. Uh, let's talk about some news nugs. We can do okay, some hold news. On. Oh, I just hold want on. to point out, remember before when I had that ant on my computer? Yes. Well, it like made its way up to this thing and now it's like up on like this shelf here. Ooh. Anyway. Oh, just one ant? Just one ant by himself. And I'm like, how did you make it up there? I don't know. Do you have it's food lying around somewhere? No. No. And I don't know where it came from. I oh guess I need gosh. to check my bag or something and make sure there's no ants in there. My gosh. It's because we don't uh, represent a bug's life often enough. That Freaking you know. summertime. Hate it. <laughs> gosh. Anyways. Uh, is, is it that it's summertime? That's your news flash? Yes. News nuggets. Dip them in your sauce and put them in your mouth. This just in. Summertime. It's summertime, and I'm annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> um, let me kick it off with a little refurb update. We had known that Beaches and Cream was going to be closed for refurbishment starting in August. Um, it is still going to be closed in August, but later in the month, so you have, if you happen to be here in the first three weeks of August and you really wanted to go to Beaches and Cream at the Beach Club, you have a little bit more time. So originally, this was to start on August 6th. It is now being pushed back to start August 26th. Oh, wow. And it's supposed to reopen in December. And they are closing the arcade next to it. And I, I think, or at least I feel like I read somewhere, that they are using the space of the arcade to expand uh, maybe the seating area for the restaurant. Okay. Maybe a little more kitchen space, too. So that otherwise, they don't have too much seating for what the kitchen can handle. Um, there will be a temporary location within the resort. I don't think it's announced. I haven't seen anywhere where they said the temporary location is going to be probably for the to-go stuff. I don't okay. think they're going to do like plated meals, but I'm sure they're going to still offer their Sundays and kitchen sinks and whatnot. Yeah. And uh, they did assure us that the kitchen sink as we know it. Uh, wait, have you been to Peaches and Cream? I haven't. Is that okay. sad? No, it's not necessarily sad. I mean, you should probably just stop uh, talking on this podcast. Well, pretty um, much every time <laughs> I see somebody post about it, I'm like, oh, I won't that. Yes. Oh, my gosh. So. The uh, No Way Jose is made out of my dreams because it's just a Ooh. bunch of peanut butter. And the Milky Way Sunday, I forget the name of it. But... Um, it's good. I mean, the, the the meal part itself, I would say, isn't the reason to go there. It, it is for the, I mean, in my opinion, the desserts. Uh, but when you ask for a kitchen sink there, it's a, you know, it's a spectacle. They do a whole thing, a song and dance. The red, the red lights flash, like, you know, like a siren type of light. Like I know a siren's a sound. Something's yeah. happening. Yeah. And then they come out with a whole can of whipped cream and the whole, all the servers say a whole can and then the person squirts it in the thing. Oh my and it's a whole big, whole big deal. Uh, by the way, don't get me started on how it's called beaches and cream and they used canned whipped cream they can't even have their own cream it's called beaches and cream okay so um yes disney is assuring us that the kitchen sink the one that i'm just talking about will return okay. when the new one opens because it's a very popular if so not like, instagram one work if you're getting it to go i want at least like a well, half they have like show. the mini like the ones you can get at the ice cream parlor yeah. on main street they have like a little mini kitchen sink i think that's Where what they're you, doing you basically get a like a take-home thing to prove that you ate that much yes for sure pretty much so uh, we have not talked about this before. I thought we did. But beginning today, you can get the My First Disney Getaway Package. So this is for a family of three. They can share the magic of Disney with this package. It includes a two-night stay in a standard room at a select Disney all-star resort. 
Mm -hmm. uh, two park magic tickets with one day only admission to Magic Kingdom and one day only admission to Disney's Animal Kingdom. You get a stroller rental per day. So one stroller and you get a merchandise bag that includes a plush autograph book, pen, my first visit, uh, Mickey ears and a reusable bag. Uh, are these certain dates? So it didn't give me dates. Um, I think this is just a package that you can purchase. Hmm. I can probably go back and look that up. Well, no, the reason I'm asking is if you notice, they did not include Hollywood Studios or Epcot. Right. And it probably, probably is not random for Galaxy's Edge, but I'm thinking also probably food and wine. I think they're just going to be too busy to allow more people and try to get more people to come into the park. And I feel like most of the people like that are coming with kids, if it's their first Disney trip, those aren't the, well, Hollywood Studios, obviously, but that's just out because of Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. I think those other two parks are what you're mainly going to hit anyway. That's true. Yeah. Um, I mean, especially Magic Kingdom, obviously. Yeah. Do you want to guess how expensive this package is? Uh, I don't I don't even know. I mean, uh, you're still staying at a value resort. It said it's standard room, so no preferred room. Nope. Two nights. Two, two nights? Park tickets. So three people, two park tickets. Two uh, nights. Like, so I don't know, like 1800 bucks. It's um, $9.99. Oh. So $1,000. So that was actually less than I thought. I'm like, that's not super terrible. No, but um, it's two nights, three days, two parks. Yeah. It says all items are subject to availability and could be replaced with similar, with a similar item. That's for the merchandise bag. But let me go. I'm going to go look at this more while you're doing your next news nugget and tell you if there's dates. An update for Hollywood studios. And this is less of a news item, but more of like a, we're questioning it because the Stormtrooper March is not listed as available past July 6th. Yeah, I was like, when I saw that, um, I'm like, mm -mm, no. <laughs> well, you can't get rid of that. it doesn't say that it's ending. I mean, sometimes calendars get updated. You know, I mean, it's still two weeks away-ish, the July 6th. But there is nothing good. I mean, the calendars are published for times and stuff, but just not yeah. that. And uh, I don't know. I just, maybe it's time to give it a rest, you know? And I'm not saying that as a non-fan. I'm a fan of the march. I think it's every time it's cool. And don't. Uh, just, I think they could do it less often. Yes, but I well, I think it's all or nothing. I think with that stuff. Um, yeah. But maybe we need like just a month of a little less Star Warsy stuff because it's gonna get turnt pretty yeah, pretty quickly over there. It's smart because they're gonna need all the space that they can get once Star Wars opens. Yes, and maybe those stormtroopers need to start getting ready to travel to Batu. Yeah, they're going to be walking around over there because yeah. that's how they're in Disneyland. I yes. don't know if you've seen any videos, but the, I mean, they're doing that. It's just they're in Star Wars. They're in Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, now. and they're like, they're the show version of what they're doing is they're because uh, they did the wristbands over there. There's no announcement that they're doing wristbands here for different times. But when your window of time opened, they were, if, if you didn't leave, they were ushering you out. Um, okay, so I did find this. It says that the dates for the My First Disney Getaway package, it says can be booked through September 24th. Okay. So price valid for arrivals most Sundays through Wednesday nights, August 11th to September 25th. Okay. Yeah. That makes that's, sense. That's the parameters. And it's uh, the price is based on two adults and one child ages three to nine. So that kind of narrows it down. Yes. Because if your child is over nine, they get charged an adult ticket for admission right. into the park. I can't do just that. Yeah. Something else that I had, I thought this was funny because we've talked about this before, but supposedly the... Voyage of the Little Mermaid, it's going to be, like, closed down for... For a little while. It's a, for, yeah, like, select dates, right? Or it's yeah. almost, like, random. The 
show is canceled on the following upcoming date. So it's July 15th, 16th, 17th, July 30th, 31st, and August 1st. Hmm. Why do you think that is? I really don't know. It's, uh, is it, what is it connected to? I don't know. I really don't know. I can think of is it, because isn't it kind of on the backside of where Galaxy's Edge, one of the entrances? No, behind that building is the, uh, like the theater stuff for the uh, launch bay. And then on the other side of it is One Man's Dream or Walt Disney Presents or something. And then yeah. like behind that is Toy Story. So no, it's not quite close to Galaxy's Edge. I don't I don't know. Aren't they updating though the One Man's Dream? Could be. Are they doing something to that? For some reason I feel like I remember them doing something to that and maybe they have to close it because they're having to do stuff in there. Like construction is so loud and stuff. And it'll be crazy in them. So interesting. But I thought of that because of well, it's fake anyway. Your niece will be fine with that. <laughs> uh Uncle Greg? Oh uh, yeah, what? This is fake. Okay. <laughs> Jeez. Oh my gosh. Oh. What else you got? That's all I got for news. I do have something else that's not news related though. So finish yours. The last one that I had was that they had to pull the uh, Forky plush. Yeah. Tell me about this. They had to pull it from the shelves and from Shop Disney online because supposedly the eyes are a safety concern. Like the eyes can pop off and they're choking hazard. I don't know why. Maybe you want to laugh. It's not funny. Well, I mean, um, but I'm like, don't let your kids eat it. Like just. Well, I mean, sometimes, you, you know, they, you, it's a toy. You, they, you give it to them to walk away, and they're, you're thinking they're going to be okay. Yeah. Um, is it because so, they're like googly eyes, and they weren't completely yeah. fastened on it? Googly eyes, I'm sure they're not, because those are kind of hard to fasten on really well. Yeah. So I'm sure they're just easier to pop off, and before something happens, they just want to go ahead and, like, nip that in the bud. Well, you know what they did, right? What? They got the forky out of there, so. They did. Um, they did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. And of course, what would uh, Ariel call that character? Is an interesting question. Um, the Dinglehoppery, Dinglehoppy. Anyway, I've uh, sidetracked us enough. Any other news nuggets you want to share with us? Those are all the new news nuggets that I the had. Nude I nuggets? Nude? <laughs> Those are the nude nuggets. nuggets. Are, are nuggets nude? Um, that sounds like a personal question. So <laughs> before we get into our history, um, obviously we talked about earlier in this episode that Toy Story 4 came out. Greg hasn't seen it. Fine. Still did pretty well at the box office. It's not going to do end game numbers because it's a total, like it's not the same. Just Which? saw a lot of comparison comparisons of that. But um, I figured this was an, an interesting time to put you on the spot a little bit um, in, a, in a quick little round of, uh, of some Toy Story interesting facts. Oh, my gosh. Would you like to participate? Um, no pressure. I would, I would like to participate. It's just might not be good. Okay. Well, I'll give you a series of uh, a question, some true, false, and you tell me what you think about these things. So this is okay. uh, some Toy Story franchise facts. I was not prepared for this. Here on the... Well, yeah, this is... This, I'm just winging it here with you. So uh, I'll give you a couple of questions. So how about this? During okay. their most productive week, how many minutes of animation do you think the Pixar team was able, able to complete over the course of this franchise? Like, how many minutes of the actual movie? Yeah, of a movie. Ooh. In one week's time, what they're calling their most productive week. Oh my gosh, I'm going to say like five minutes. Yeah, three and a half minutes. Wow. Isn't that nuts? It's crazy to think, even in the digital age. Yes, and I'm, I'm guessing it gets it's probably getting, picking up speed. Um, as yeah. they go along but if you think about three and a half minutes and you know that not all minutes of film are used right because like it gets right. pared down when they go in and, and edit and oh stuff so it is, i will say it's my favorite thing when they do um digi- when they do outtakes animated outtakes yes that's my favorite thing i don't know ever. why it's so funny it's so funny to me. okay think True. about how much time they had to spend on those yes well yeah because they have to do it just- 
Yes, for outtakes. Yes. Yeah. Um, true or false? And I think you might know this. I can't remember if you're the one that told me something similar to this. So this might be an easy one for you. True or false? The voice of the... Sorry. The voice used for the Woody doll toy. So not in the movie, but like, let's say the doll where you pull the string or maybe even in video games and stuff. That voice was provided by Jim Hanks, Tom's brother. True or false? Oh, I'm going to say false, but I feel like it's probably true. It is true. Wow. Because someone once told me that it's actually Jim Hanks' voice as um, Woody within Toy Story Land. Like, if you notice, as you're entering Toy Story Land, every now and then you'll hear Woody speak. Yeah, yeah. Um, And someone told me it was Tom Hanks' brother, and I I still haven't been able to, like, truly confirm that. But Which, which, why? Well, in an interview, Tom Hanks did say it's Jim for most other things other than the movies. Like, that's actually basically his... Like a side hustle that he does, um, where he just lays down voices for Woody for whatever. I mean, I don't know if you play the new yeah. Toy Story drop game. It's like a match three type game, or all the different Disney video games and blah 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 that use his voice. It's probably him. I'm gonna have to go research that. Yeah, interesting, right? Tom's uh, like, I just don't have time for this. But my brother, he sounds just like me. Why don't you yeah. give him a call? <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, let me give you another one. In Toy Story, oh, we lost our music. Oh, there we go. Don't want to lose the music. In Toy Story 3, and I'm sure you picked up on this because you've seen Toy Story 3 a million times. I'm exaggerating. In Toy Story 3, how many times did Ken change outfits? Oh my gosh. There was a montage. Yes. 12. 21. He's the share of Toy Story 3. Yes. It was a, it's, a, it's plenty. It's too many. All right. I got two true or falses left for you. Okay. True or false. Toy Story was at one point titled, quote, you are a toy, unquote. As in, you true. are a toy. It is true, yeah. True. You are a toy. Yes. Thank God they changed it. That's what people are saying. Like, yeah, they're... You are a toy. Yeah. <laughs> All right, last That'd one for true. you. True or false, after Toy Story 1, sales of the Etch-A-Sketch toy increased by 10%. That is true. False. It's false? I could have sworn it was true. 20%. 20%. Yes. Wow. No. I do remember like I do remember hearing that the sales like skyrocketed. Yeah, for I mean 20%, I mean maybe 20% wouldn't, wouldn't be as good as 100% obviously, but that's I mean that's a lot of an increase. I mean think about it, if you <laughs> if you took your, your annual income and increased by 20%, that's that's usually pretty good. So, um I don't really know so much about now though. I don't know who's buying etch sketches these days. I don't know unless they're just displaying them for Toy Story. Yes, yeah, so maybe there's an etch a etch a sketch app or something that we they're don't like, know. This about. is an etch a sketch, just like the one from Toy Story. Yes. Oh, oh, hold on. That's very peaceful. Yeah. Oh, I thought, makes, you feel, makes you feel friendly. I thought it was gonna end, but I guess not in a creepy way. Oh, here we go. The big ending. The end. Isn't that like that for most things? Love it. Certainly after end of our uh, my my regular nuggets. Okay, so uh, let's do some history. I think we did. We skip history last week. I no, I think we did it. it. Okay, we did it. I'm losing my mind. I think we were doing history when we. Um, I'm like my mind just went blank. Who were our guests last week? The mouselets. <laughs> when the mouselets came on, like came in, and we were like just finishing up our history. You know, it know. it turns we need to go back to our own episode. <laughs> well, here's the thing, and now um, our listeners might not know this because I did edit it out of the episode. But the fact that you couldn't remember their name is kind of poetic justice because at one point, um, Mouse One accidentally referred to you as Nicole instead of That's Beth. Right. 
Call so me your you guys are even. Back at y'all. <laughs> yes. But again, that I edited out so no one knows. But now yeah. everyone knows about it since we're talking about it. So um, I'll go first uh, this week in. Why do you get to go first again? Fine, fine Beth. <laughs> I'll sit back. I'm going to here. I'm not even going to go near the microphone. It's all you. Look, I'm going to do mine real quick. What? I can't hear you. I this. In 1988, <laughs> the opening of Disney's Grand Floridian Beach Resort ushered in a new era of accelerated hotel building at Walt Disney World. So, this week in Disney history was when the Grand, Florid- yeah, Grand Floridian opened. And they and called it the Grand Floridian Beach Resort. Yeah. And I mean, now there's a big old fence around the beach. Um, yeah. God, what year was that when all that happened? A couple of years ago. I want to say 2016, 2016. Gosh, it was really um, that I'm pretty sure it was 2016. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to wind up talking about the Grand Floridian a little bit later. Um, and it's still a, it's like, it's a flag. Is it the flagship resort of Disney world? I don't know. I mean, it's got the grand, it's got the word Florida in it. Um, I would say it is. We'll see. They use it in all the commercials. That is true. Well, I mean, it's either that or the Polynesian. The grand opulence of the Victorian style grand Floridian resort and spa. Um, this week in 2018, which I know is not that long ago, but a year ago this week, Toy Story Land opened up officially. It was June thirtieth. Yeah, it was. That's yeah, crazy. it's, been a, year. Uh, it's been a year, and I still think of it as brand new. But really, though, it is kind of new. Um, of course, home to Slinky Dog Dash, Alien Swirling Saucers, which is a fun acronym, and uh, Toy Story Mania, formerly Toy Story Midway Mania, back when it faced the other way, and Woody's Lunchbox. Um, and I happened to be around for the soft opening for it, which was the night before. We were hanging out with some friends. Uh, we got we got a, a call. Not really. Someone happened to be there. And they opened it up, so we like ran over there, and it was awesome. Yeah. Which is awesome that you can do that. Are yeah. you are you a fan of the swirling saucers? I don't dislike them. Yeah. Um, I probably would enjoy them more if I was a kid, which is fine. Like I think, I mean, that's probably the intended audience for that. Uh, I like the music though. The music I thought was cool. my favorite. I think it was more fun to do it at nighttime. Yes. And Doug and I just pretty much laughed the whole time because I don't know what is so funny about their voices like just when they're like uh, <laughs> see like it just makes you giggle and you're like this is the dumbest thing ever but it we could dumb. not stop giggling the whole time um i instead of enjoying the ride for well now i've ever here that's all i'm gonna do is laugh at those voices i don't know if i noticed yeah. it but um i'm instead mesmerized by the track and the way yeah. that the platforms and the moving vehicles intertwine and connect and trade off or hand off to each other like that to yeah. me is interesting it is crazy. Yes. But I like I would rather do that where you're whipping back and forth than when you're turning in a circle. Like in uh on the teacups? Yeah. Yeah, I can't do it with teacups. I can't anymore. do the teacups, it made me sick. But like that wasn't bad. And I just thought that the we just thought it was hilarious when we did it because we were like, <laughs> This is the dumbest thing ever, but we are laughing so hard. It's not a bad ride. I I, I do <laughs> like know, it. I, I wouldn't wait longer than like twenty, thirty minutes on oh, it though. I was gonna say I wouldn't wait more than like a fast pass or five well, minutes. We wanted to the first time we waited because we were like Let's just do this. We have some time. It's not that long of a wait. And we want to do it so that we, yeah. we can say hey, we've done it. All right. Um, and that was during the daytime. And then we like kind of ended the night at Slinky Dog and there was nobody in line for the swirling saucer. So we were like, let's do it at night because now we can do it at night since we've done it during the day. And that's when we thought it was just ridiculous. So Redu- you heard it here officially. The official <laughs> the official review of that ride from that Park Lab podcast is ridiculous. Um, ridiculous. As much as I like Slinky Dog Dash, I still think my favorite attraction in Toy Story Land is Toy Story Mania. It actually might be my favorite attraction in the park. My arm is always killing me by the time we get out of there. Not me. 
You just don't care? No, it is killing me. I don't know. This is the next day. I'm like, what did I do <laughs> yesterday? Like, oh, my God. Well, and Doug, like, all, he always wins pretty much. So I'm tra- always trying to at least keep up with him or try to beat him. But it's insane. I mean, especially at the last part, you're, yeah, like, standing up. Like, I don't even to- know if I'm blinking at that point. Like, I'm my body is locked except for my elbow down, basically. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's hop into some uh, day-night ideas. Let's do it. So um, for me, when I was thinking about what I would do on a date night, um, I wanted to make sure that it was, I don't know, a possibility for most people, right? So this could be if you happen to be visiting with your kids and you want to hand them off for the night and see if you can sneak out and have a little, like, you know, time, a little night to yourselves. Of course, if you're traveling without kids, this would be probably a little easier to do. A little cheaper, too. I don't know if you ever looked up how much it cost for the Disney, whatever version of, not daycare, but like kids club uh, stuff um because yeah. the one in the contemporary clothes and i believe it's the beach club that has it now Ooh, can't think of something ahead but anyway it's, it's a kind of expensive but um that's what i was thinking so things that you could do just just the two we is um either in or outside of a park i mean they really i don't beyond that there really are no rules for this so who would you like okay. to go first since i rudely went first without asking on the history you can go first this time thank you for right. asking um i have a couple uh the first one i'll talk about for an idea for a date night is what I'm calling a grand night. Grand night. A grand night. See that's, where this is going. That's not grand. a night with a K because this is not medieval times. But yeah. um, I was thinking an early-ish. By the way, if I had to really be date nights for Greg, all of my dinners would be at like 4.30. Because <laughs> I'm... Well, I mean... I just like to eat early. You don't have, you, it doesn't have to be a late. No. But I'm going to say an early... Because we got a couple things to do here in this night. So this is an early-ish dinner at the Grand Floridian Cafe. So you still get the vibe of the Grand Floridian without it being as expensive as the other table service restaurants. This is the more manageable for your budget. Okay. Um, hopefully, the Grand Floridian Cafe as compared to the other restaurant. So an early-ish dinner there. And, of course, it's, it's a site to be... Uh, the resort is a site within itself. So take your little time after you eat to explore the lobby a little bit. Um, I would recommend walking over to the Grand Floridian Villas, um, not because you're going to be able to go in any of the rooms, but they have a little different lobby over there. It's much smaller. They have a cool penguins fountain, the penguins from Mary Poppins. Um, usually, there are a few seats there that have either a checker or a chessboard. And if we're uh, if we have the time, Nicole and I will sit down and play a quick game. And it may seem kind of silly that you're going all the way over a resort just to sit down and play checkers. But like, when's the last time you played checkers? Right. Right? Just cra- probably at the Cracker Barrel. Yeah. <laughs> well, that kind of thing. So, like, that type of moment where you get to slow down uh, for mm-hmm. a little bit and just do something that is kind of silly is really relaxing, actually. If or anything, because like you're normally going, going, running going, around going, a million miles an hour. Yeah. yeah. There's something really common, uh, calming about that. So, I, I try to suggest that when I can. Um, since you're over there, I would pop out and take a look at the wedding pavilion area if you haven't seen it before. Um, even if you have, I mean, we've, we've walked by it before a couple of times, but. Last year we did this. It was on a date night we were with Nicole's mom. But um, we happened to be walking by the wedding pavilion and the gates were open to get over the walkway into the actual pavilion. And uh, no one was there. So we obviously snooped around a bunch. Um, So I'm not telling you to open up the gates. I'm telling you, look to see if they're open. And if they're open, take a little walk. So we were able to peek our head in. We saw the wedding pavilion. We didn't go in. We just really just opened the door and poked our heads in. We did go into the bathrooms, though, and they were the nicest bathrooms you've ever seen in your life. You're like, go in there and take a poop. Let me know how it is. <laughs> we didn't do that, but I wish that I had to. That's so, bathroom. <laughs> um, 
it's just it's just a cool thing to see. It's a nice little area over there. There's a, an archway back there. I we took a few photos uh, in it too. And if it's just the two of you, and maybe try to grab a selfie or something. Um, we were in the Grand Floridian for I think it was when we were there in November when they had the gingerbread house and stuff. But anyways, yes. I remember running into somebody and we were asking how many weddings they do a year, and it was like astronomical. Yeah, I mean, typically, I like, believe I'm like that doesn't even make sense. Like, how do y'all fit this many people in? It was. Well, yeah, they do. A, I think they can spots. do a couple a day every day for every week right. of the year. And that's pretty much what they do. Like, I don't think they have hardly any days where they don't have a wedding. No, um, I know when we booked our wedding, we didn't choose that as our location, as our venue. We chose the boardwalk, but they had a handful of slots throughout the day. So I, we didn't look at that, but I assume it's about the same. Because for that, it's just the wedding and out. They don't use that space for other functions. In yeah, that I'm sense, curious how many like co- how many coordinators they have for that? Enough. And how that works. Yeah, they have enough. Um, but anyway, check out the wedding pavilion if you've never seen it before. Go back over to the uh, shoreline if you or if you couldn't get in there. See if you can find a little spot and watch Happily Ever After from the beach. So it's the same fireworks. Obviously, it's going to be a different perspective than if you're watching them from within the park. But there's something to be said for that, too. Um, I would not say it is a direct replacement for watching the fireworks in the park. I think it's something to do as uh, to be a little bit different. To watch the fireworks, they do pipe in the music to the shore uh, around Seven Seas Lagoon, and and uh, um, I think I don't think they do over for the contemporary, but they for sure do at the at the Polynesian and Grand Floridian. So it's a nice little spot for you to watch Happy Ever After in what is usually a less crowded area. Um, might be a little bit more buggy, so definitely bring bug spray if it's the summer. And to end your night, I would recommend going over to the Gasparilla Island Grill for a cupcake. They have really good cupcakes over there. Cupcakes. And if you happen to go on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, say hi to the cast members Cindy and Kat because they're outrageously hilarious. <laughs> Wait, did I ever? Did you get to meet them? It's a good tidbit. I don't think so. Okay, we'll see if we can make that happen when you're here next. And I hope they're still working because the last I spoke with them, their days. <laughs> I don't. It's weird that I know what days they work. Okay, I, I understand that. And it could have changed, but the last I spoke with them, it was Monday, Tuesday, Wednesdays. They're there, and it's just two oh, cast members who work. Tell all your friends. Yes, <laughs> kind of though. I mean. They're outrageous, and Kat was telling me that Kat is short for catastrophe because that's how her life is, and that's how I knew we were going to be friends. Yeah. Um, they're just they're awesome. So that's my grand night date night idea. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I didn't name my night, so <laughs> <laughs> you're a little bit ahead of the game there. Um. Okay. So I told you earlier, but I texted Doug because I was putting these together, and I I just wanted to hear what he said. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, if we had one date night, what would you do? And then he basically texted me back pretty much the same thing that I would have said. So our like ideal date night is uh, early dinner at Ohana. Ooh. We like to do early dinner because it's an all you can eat. We pretty much like go to town on like we get full and you do like eat to- all you can. <laughs> yes. We uh, we're like, you know, if you don't have to unbutton a button, you're not doing it right. <laughs> so, so we want to eat a lot, really good meal. Like usually when we do Ohana dinners, we don't eat much beforehand, mm-hmm. which we talked about before too, like how that can kind of go against you sometimes. Yeah. But, um, so we like to do early dinner and then if we can book fast passes, that would be great. If not, we want to have part-time. We're just part-time people. So for us, we definitely want to at least hit Haunted Mansion up like multiple times. Mm-hmm. Um, and that leaves you ex- like a plenty of time to go back to the parks if you do an early dinner. Yes, definitely. Early dinner at Ohana is great, and then we could just hop the monorail, or you can even walk um, over to the TTC or whatever, but uh, it's just easier to monorail over back to the park, right? Yeah, Um, and especially this time of year. So if you go in like January, February, and even March, 
and some other times of the year. Sometimes the Magic Kingdom closes at eight. Yeah. So be careful we, of that. Um, right. So you got to be picky with your nights. Now we we try to go in the cold, cooler months. Yes. When we can. So for us, it's like Doug was like he was giving me temperatures. He's like it's fifty five degrees. Like. You know? <laughs> okay. Well, we can't be that. Picky. Can't control the weather, but. Yeah, can control the weather, but. Um, and then obviously we want to do happily ever after fireworks. Cause that's my favorite. I love being in the park when they show it. Um, the hard part about that is just having to waste time getting a spot, but yes. it's worth it. Cause I like that. There. Doug was getting specific about the weather. It's 55 degrees. There's a light <laughs> North Northeasterly breeze. There is one single, one single bird that flies in the sky. That's not my day night. Not too cold. All you need is a light jacket. <laughs> so, um, that does sound really nice though. I'll be honest. Oh Yeah. And then uh, we said, I said coffee or ice cream on Main Street is a must for us. So something mm-hmm. to kind of cap the night off. He loves the ice cream sandwich. Um, I think you used to be able to get that at Sleepy Hollow. I want to say they took it away, but maybe it's back. I don't. They, think have, they have a churro uh, ice cream yeah, sandwich. They it's like a... with the churro, which yeah. he was like, "You've got to be kidding me!" Because his the ice cream sandwich before was his favorite. Well, they uh, still have it at the Plaza, right? I'm pretty sure they do. Maybe they have it at the Plaza now. I think they do. So, yeah. yeah. So he loves to get that. Um, yeah, and I and if it's cool outside, I love getting a coffee. Coffee on Main Street is just, it just touches your soul. <laughs> I'm like, and I don't even care that time of night. I'm like, well, I can get a decaf, but I'm like, I want coffee. Or ice cream from the ice cream parlor. Yes. Is just always good. Um, they always have the flavor of the month. You never know. I don't know. I like that your night is including a lot of park time because, you know, this is that park life podcast. I guess that makes sense. It is. And we also, um, something else that we love to do is get a lot of people mover too. Like if it's the last thing in the night, we're like, let's just go ride the people mover until they kick us off. Yeah. Um, now you could all, you could also do a late dinner and then watch fireworks from the Polynesian. That's kind of another option to do that. So you could do a later Ohana dinner and then go down to the, the beach there and watch from there. Cause they do pipe it in. It's like you said, it's kind of, it's a different view, same fireworks, but depending on your time of dinner, especially if you're a table of two, because the, a lot of the tables of two are up against the window mm-hmm. of the restaurants. So you'd be able to sit right where you are and see the fireworks. And I think we've only sat up by the window once. Maybe we've been there like four times now. I think, I think we've only done that once cause we've, we're normally with a larger party. And so. it can't be by the window. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, I mean, essentially what we're trying to do for our anniversary dinner when we come back in November. So I'm looking forward to that. So that was my first one. Don't mind me. Yawning again. It's yawning. What else I, you got? I know someone's on yawn watch, so he just he just ticked his little tally there for how many times Greg is is yawning during <laughs> these things. Uh, my next date night, I have three total. Okay. Uh, my next date night idea is what I'm calling beaches and greens. <laughs> Don't laugh at me. Uh, kicking it off with a, you're not laughing with me, please. A round of mini golf at Fantasia Gardens. You don't necessarily have to go to Fantasia, but it kind of fits in with where we are because we're staying in a little area here. Um, and we did mention this as something that we would do as a non-park activity last week with the mouselets. And I just happened to do it the other night. It was I forgot how much fun it was, so it's now on my list for a date night idea. So a round of mini golf at Fantasia Gardens, then heading over to the beach club for dinner at Beaches and Cream. Now, again, not available between August 26th and sometime in December, so either before or after that. Uh, again, your meal there is not going to be the highlight. It's definitely going to be the, uh, dessert. So, um, have a little bit of dessert cause we have more dessert coming up in this. Cause again, this is a Greg's date night idea. Yeah. No great. such, no such thing as too much dessert. Um, while you're there, especially if you've never been, definitely explore the lobby of the beach club. Just poke around a little bit. It's a nice resort. 
mm-hmm. especially when you go out the back and start walking toward Epcot. It's it's a nice area, at least in my opinion. Maybe go hang out in the breezeway if you know where that is. It's a nice little hide hideaway place in the lobby um, of the beach club on the way to the beach club villas is where that is. It's a nice little like quiet nautically themed room mm-hmm. with nice like elevator music playing in the background. Uh, so head out, walk over to Epcot. Um, I would suggest, because you're walking in through the International Gateway, don't get too far into the World Showcase because you do have to walk back out mm. um, at the end of the night. So I would just head over to the France area. I would get a light dessert at this uh, point, perhaps a parfait. Mm-hmm. Or uh, Nicole gets a macaroon sometimes. France is so romantical too. <laughs> Wait, that didn't sound French. That sounded like Russian. Maybe it, maybe that part was Russian. Yes, <laughs> sorry, I get my accents mixed up. Do you do a French accent? Macaroon. I don't know. Maybe. maybe. I don't know. I don't do any accents except <laughs> I do Russian better than I can do French. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, what was I saying? So Nicole sometimes will get a macaroon. It's like that's like barely a dessert, right? That's basically like a cracker. Like sweet air. <laughs> sweet air. Um, by the way, that's basically a cracker. Is definitely going to be my the name of my autobiography. So. <laughs> Um, after that, I would, uh, of course I'm talking at the uh, patisserie back there in the France pavilion. Um, and of course you got to hang out for illuminations or, uh, Epcot forever. If you're there after October 1st or whatever the new show is, if you're listening to this in the year 2020, which by the way, uh, greetings from the past. Uh, so illuminations now or Epcot forever soon. You'll have to get my greetings from the past. Cause I'm sure yeah. life will be so different. Greetings from the past. <laughs> that is my okay. beaches and greens night such a good night okay um the other one that i had also not named um this would just be doing a night at disney springs so oh. disney springs, shopping around i love going to the world of disney because the new one is gorgeous mm-hmm. there's just so much to look at there so you could spend a good amount of time in there um but yeah walking around there we love deluxe burger yes we tried chicken guy um haven't been to a Many other places over there, but we decided Deluxe Burger is way better. We mm-hmm. love it. Um, and then I said you could end your night with drinks at Wine Bar George. Oh, I have. Have you? Um, I have not been to Wine Bar George, but I, I have keep hearing. Either, but I've heard good things about yes, it. Yes, I've only heard good things, and it's on my list, including the uh, traveling husbands, who, uh, or at least Jason, who was on with us a few episodes ago, talked about Wine Bar George. So gotta get over there. That was the. Um, the one with the oh gosh, what was it? Olives? No, it was something weird, right? Yeah, it was uh, it was like a dessert, but like with olives. Something. I gotta I gotta, I gotta figure that out. Sound, and it sounded gross, but I'll have to try it out. Yeah, but they have a lot of cool things. I mean, I, I think Doug would love to probably go and get something, some kind of fancy drink there. A fancy drink. The, uh, I think. They, oh, sorry again. I was gonna say they do have uh, Ghirardelli, so you can go get your free chocolate sample. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and they have great desserts over there too. There's just so much you can do over there. I mean, I couldn't really pinpoint it. I'm like, there's so many stores, there's a bunch of restaurants. It's just a great place to go like walk around and just be in a different environment. If that's yes. your thing. Um, especially on a weeknight. So like eh, sometimes Sunday, but for sure Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday night will be your better options as compared to Friday, Saturday, Sunday, just because the weekends tend to be busier from not just yep. vacationers, but locals as well. Yep. Cause it doesn't cost anything to go to Disney. Well, Depending how you look at it, does it cost to show up? And you're probably going to spend some money while you're there. Yeah, and parking can be a little bit crazy. And then if there's like a show going on, parking's even more crazy. Mm-hmm. So. Well, yeah, you've got the lime and orange, now the grapefruit, and the yeah. surface parking over there too. 
And there's um, a movie, movie theater over there. So if yes. that's the thing, you can do that. They've got the virtual reality stuff, right? They have the oh, VR. what, the Void? Yep, they've got the Void v, uh, VR experience. So there's tons of stuff to do over there. Um, I didn't include Disney Springs in my list, but uh, it's not that I don't like it. I just didn't. I didn't want to have to do six different date nights because I also would do the same thing. It would definitely include Deluxe Burger. Um, it would definitely include because I don't. I don't get the milkshakes over at Deluxe Burger. I'm not really a milkshake guy. I would rather have ice cream. Like if I'm gonna have like a colder ice creamy type thing, I'd rather just be ice cream. So for sure, yeah. I would head over to uh, Gear Deli. Yeah. Get something over there. It's a little pricey over there, but it is a little pricey. Um, I might actually also head over to the Goofy's Candy Shop because you can customize mm-hmm. your own kind of desserts over there a little bit with either a candy apple or a, I don't eat Rice Krispie treats anymore. Recovering uh, Rice Krispie treat holic, but would recommend other people to do it. Yeah, because you can create your own, and you do get a, a merchandise discount if you're an annual pass holder there, so it's not totally outrageously expensive. Yeah, and there's just a lot of if you're the kind of person that likes to just shop around like window shop for knickknacks and things like that. I mean, there's like the pin trading. What about paddy wax? Maybe what if about thingamabobs because I've got plenty. Thingamadogs um, <laughs> also. Maybe. I thought you said thingamaboobs. So, there's the store. I mean, there's just tons of stuff. Yes. Um, at the right time for holidays, there's the Christmas trees ooh. or there's just, you know, I love it. Or that really underwhelming drone show from a couple years ago. So my last date night scenario idea is mm-hmm. called Greg's Perfect Night. Ooh. And I would definitely put out after this, just FYI for anyone looking to take me on a date. Um, Nicole? Yeah, anyone. I'm not li- Why limit myself? Uh, an early dinner at the Wave. I hope at- someone's child asks, what's that? What does that mean? <laughs> it's your own fault for letting children listen to this. Sorry, <laughs> um, An early dinner at the Wave at the Contemporary. Ooh, you uh, love You know I love Well, I love the Contemporary in general. True. Um, Explore the resort a little bit. If you haven't done it before, head up to the fourth level, the fourth floor of the main lobby there. Uh, check out BVG and the other gift shop there because there's some good stuff up there. Um, check out the four-legged goat up by the monorail platform on the, the Mary Blair uh, artwork. But anyway, um, walk over if you can walk, obviously, if you can't take the monorail. Um, if you feel comfortable walking over to Magic Kingdom, nothing beats, to me, nothing beats that walk. It's the quickest mm-hmm. way to get to the Magic Kingdom yeah. from anywhere. Um because you actually have personal space for the most part. <laughs> yeah, I mean the walk. I mean, it's if it's still sun, if the sun is still out, then you're going to be like hot, yeah. a little sweaty. Um, but anyway, walk over to the Magic Kingdom on the way in, and this requires a little bit of planning ahead of time. But this is date night, so maybe you should plan a little bit. Have a fast pass lined up to meet Mickey and Minnie uh, mm-hmm. over on Main Street in uh, Tony's uh, whatever that is, <laughs> Town Square area. So Tony Town um, Square. In general, meet and greets are, are a fun thing if that's your thing. Uh, but what's nice about something like this in particular is you wind up getting a nice photo of you and your lover um, that you get to keep. So we get a little bit of like, uh, you know, something to take away with you. Obviously, generally, you're going to have your phone with you and take photos. But there's just something different when someone else takes the photo, especially when it's a photo pass and it's of you and the characters. You don't have to worry about a selfie like you guys can actually like, you know, be yourselves and, and be able to relax for a second. Um, if you appear to be in love, they'll do some things for you. I know on our anniversary they uh when we met mickey and minnie they uh, made a heart shape with their arms so mickey put up one half of the heart and minnie put up the other heart and we went in the middle of it and took a picture through their arms so it looked there was a heart around us so like you gotta you can if you yeah. can you can get like an awesome photo opportunity with them as something to take away from your date night so it's not just all food um but maybe it should be just food you're 
work, and then maybe they should give you a cupcake. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> well, hold on, please. There's, you know, there's food, more food coming. I had dinner at the wave. I didn't have dessert. Um, after meeting Mickey and Minnie, I'd walk all the way over to the haunted mansion, and maybe it's not necessarily a um, surface level romantic ride, right? Mm-hmm. But it's cool, and I like it. And it's certainly a less yeah, it's certainly a less like corny thing to do than getting a picture with Mickey and Minnie, even though that's what I want to do. They sit so close together, so you get to like you know rub yeah. elbows, which is it's like the quintessential when you're in middle school or high school and you have a crush on someone yes. and you get on that ride because if they get scared, <laughs> then then like they bury themselves into you a little bit. So, um, and again, another photo opportunity. This one a little bit different than the Mickey and Minnie one because they take your photo on the attraction, and if you're not paying attention, it might be it might be a pretty funny picture. We I have to side note real quick. So when Doug's sister went, they didn't know. They didn't realize that they like <laughs> had started doing that. So when she pulled up their pictures, she was like, y'all. She was mid-yawn. <laughs> oh, no. Yawn when the picture took. She was like, I'm so embarrassed. I can't believe this. It was awesome. <laughs> Good. Those are the best kind of, of on-ride photo yeah. pass photos, awesome. too. Um, after the Haunted Mansion, you're going to continue walking from Liberty Square area over to frontier land and kind of on that bridge that's like at the you know on the river there on the edge of the rivers of america where you're overlooking the time Sawyer island and haunted mansion as a backdrop and that is a great firework viewing area of course for happily ever after um obviously you're going to be looking in two different directions because there are some fireworks that uh shoot from the castle and some that go off from behind the park of course if you've only ever watched it in front of the castle it appears as if they're all coming from the same place but you may know they're not um, it is typically, I mean, like so dramatically less crowded back there, really anywhere other than the castle is less crowded, but yeah. specifically on a little walkway. Cause there are some like kind of nooks and crannies over there. You can kind of lean up against the fence. So you're not like, I don't can know. Can you hear? Do they play it? Yeah. They play the music throughout the whole park, oh, okay. um, but for, for sure you can hear it right there. They play it from the whole park. They do. Yeah. Actually, someone else reached out to me too over the last week cause I took a, uh, like one nice photo with Haunted Mansion, like up close Haunted Mansion as the background. And they asked, like, can you, like, yeah, you can hear it anywhere. Yeah. Uh, for the most part. Wait, was this the old man that thought you were being. No, dumb? no, no. This is an actual listener slash follower. I'm um, not the old man who was like, so, well, uh, what, what you got going on over there? I don't, what accent is that? I don't even know. Um, all right. So uh, I would, I would choose that again. This time of year, bring bug spray or whatever, because I definitely got bit the other night. Um, after the fireworks. And this is a tricky part because sometimes the line is long. But there are some lines worth waiting on. And one of those is the ice cream line at the Plaza Ice Cream Parlor. And I absolutely, whether it's in season for the peanut butter sundae that they have currently, which I haven't had yet, um, or getting a a Greg Classic All-American sundae with Mm. two scoops of vanilla, not chocolate, because chocolate is weird. So um, I would get that. That would pretty much end my night. May or may not. Um, actually, let me be, let me be a little more specific. I, we would get the ice cream and walk over to Center Street. It's that little side street off of Main Street where there's some tables and the uh, neon lights back there. I mean, yeah, we got engaged over there, but it's still a cool little area that's tucked away a little bit. You get to see everyone leaving, and it's like a nice like, little romantic sit-down area. Definitely a date night thing. For sure. Um, if we had time, probably sneak on people also, real quick. Also, Spray is so romantical, just so you know. Well, it is. It's an aphrodisiac, I believe. I'm just pretending that all of my date nights are when it's cold or out. So. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's. Like spray ours. <laughs> well, that's the thing, though. That's what's nice about this is that I, you know, obviously living here, I have a little bit more opportunity for it, but I'm probably not going to do some of these things right now at this particular time of year because it's too hot. 
It's just plain too hot. So thinking of it in terms of it being cooler out makes sense to me too because that's probably when I'm more likely to really do things that aren't just all air conditioning all, all the time. Um, yeah. I would end this Greg's Perfect Night by walking back to the Contemporary 1 because that's where my car is. And 2, because you bet I'm heading up to the 4th floor to the Contempo Cafe to get a peanut butter pie to take home. And at this point, it's not really about the date. It's more about me, but that's like, that's <laughs> happening, you know? That's just all for you. It is all for me. So that is my Greg's Perfect Night. Perfect night. Date night idea. Awesome. So ours, I mean, ours is kind of, there's a couple of things that I guess I wanted to point out, not necessarily a full night. So one was if you are DVC and you have access to that top of the, top of the world. Yeah. Top of the world. Top, top of the, the world, world lounge. lounge. Yep. Awesome spot. Great place to get dessert and drinks. Um, you can get some small bites there and it's a great place to watch fireworks. So like if you have access to that awesome night for that i've also heard i haven't been to california grill but i have heard great things about that too and that's also a great spot for fireworks is it not it is and i haven't been up there either but i know that you don't necessarily have to schedule your dinner to coincide with the fireworks um if you have it earlier in the day or night you can just show your receipt and they'll let you go back up to the observation area because obviously not every single person is going to get a reservation during the firework time right right so I think that's great, too. Now, if you're trying to be more on the cheap side, which sometimes we do this, we just like to go to Magic Kingdom. We'll do, uh, we like the waffle sandwiches for from Sleepy Hollow. Oh. Sometimes it's like, we'll just get one of those for dinner, and we'll do whatever we can in the park, depending on the crowd levels, and then kind of in, in the night the same way, like just getting a dessert if we want to, happily ever after. Um, if we feel like it, sometimes we're like, let's just keep riding rides. Yeah. If, if it's, you know, we've been there for the week and we have already seen Happily Ever After, we don't want to watch it again, um, we'll, like, go ride other rides. Because Space Mountain is my favorite, so we're always trying to do, like, Space Mountain and um, the Haunted Mansion. So those are the two, like, important ones. And then just kind of hanging out until, like, the end of the night. So those are, we're just more park, park people. So anytime we can basically get dinner and go to a park, like, we're down for that. And I'm so sure I- you're not alone. I'm sure there are a ton of people who are the exact same way. We just like to go to Magic Kingdom because there's more things that we both like to do and there's more things to do, I think, in general. But, I mean, I think we would even be fine doing dinner and going to Hollywood Studios mm-hmm. or something like that. It just depends. And I did realize some of you might be thinking, well, you said you went for the Ohana one. You do get a really good dessert at Ohana and then we want to end the night to, to dessert. That was not a wrong thing. I mean, we're just going to sugar it up. <laughs> well, you had an early dinner. You walked around a lot. And, early dessert. <laughs> well, you know, early-ish dinner. Yeah. Um, and there are times after Ohana where I am hungry later that night. Oh, yeah. Like, that's kind of when I was like, that's the only downside is then by the end of the night when you leave, you are kind of hungry. So that's why we're like, we'll just get like another snack and then we'll be good. So, well, yeah. I, now I want to do some of these things. I know. Well, I that's why I kind of plan to do our, like, our ideal when we come in November. So got to get our... Ohana reservation move. Gotta do it. Um, If the, if you, the gentle listener has uh, any suggestions for us for a date night idea or things you want to share date night ideas or actual date nights you've done, let us know. You'll see a post for this episode on our Instagram account at that park life podcast. Um, Of course you can follow me at energy adventures on Instagram. And you can follow me at lost princess printing on the IGs Uh, next week the day that we're recording or possibly um, I'll be doing that preview of the new tower, the grand destino tower at the Coronado Springs. So 
keep an eye on our story. I'll be posting it not to my account, but to the podcast account, that Parkway podcast. Um, our, uh, I don't, I don't know. Actually, I don't even know if we're going to be allowed to take photos, but if we are, that's, that's where they'll be. Okay. Um, and I know it's not a big of a deal as a brand new resort or anything, but I think it's cool that they're letting uh, some people in and to check it out. Cause it's been under construction for like a while. Yeah. It's been a while. Um, if you haven't already, please head out to our website to, to link over to our survey. Uh, we did get a, uh, some responses there. Some interesting stuff um, oh, about things you like, things you don't like. Um, the, the day of the week you prefer we release an episode because we really do want to make sure we're giving you what you want. And it's a nice opportunity for you to do it. Um, I have to say something. Let's Can we break a little news? Let's something break. that we've been kind of working on, but I, I put kind of basically the finishing touches on. Um, and it happened to come up in a survey response. We got a request for a Patreon account, yeah, which would of which would of course allow some listeners some uh, exclusive access and stuff. So the account exists, and I, th- I think we're good to go. Um, Sweet. And I probably shouldn't have buried this at the end of the episode, so we'll we'll bring it up next week too because I think there's some cool stuff. So yeah. I'll I'll tease you a little bit, and we'll talk a bit about it a little bit more next week because I think. Uh, what we have to offer is some uh, some exciting stuff, including not just audio for this podcast, which is for sure. scary because now I got to pay attention to how dirty this room is. <laughs> well, I mean, you can't really see much. Okay, good. Because my there's just a pile of clothes in the bed. It's like, oh yeah, that's just guitar stuff. I can just kind of throw it in the. Everyone's of... gonna see my little uh, metal back scratcher that I'm. Right. I'm constantly see the back scratcher yes if nothing else so more information on that next week including what you uh receive as a thank you for joining um which includes some merch some stuff that you actually can purchase awesome it is awesome uh, again i'm talking about the survey at uh that parklifepodcast.com that's where you can do that so uh i think that's it yeah hit us up let us know what you guys think and we'll be here next week all right bye everyone Um, I am kind of excited at the idea of adding video to uh, the mix because they're going to see how much I yawn. <laughs> I feel like it's a lot. No. Or, um, I was yawning this week. Why? I, I don't know. know. I've just been tired, man. We've been like going, going, going. I mean, I literally have something every night this week. So I'm like, all right, it's Tuesday. We, <laughs> you know, let's do this. Um, I'm also excited to, and this is not a commercial for our Patreon. I, like, I am actually genuinely excited about this because it's cool uh-huh. to it's cool to be able to have a more select group of people who are like big fans, you know, like, and we get to connect with them and it's an interesting way to get to know people better. Uh, but one of the things that you and I have talked about in offering um, was using the close friends feature of Instagram. So mm-hmm. like, if, let's say someone joins our Patreon account, we'd be able to add them to the list of close friends on that part of the podcast on yeah. Instagram. And then when we post, we can post it just to that group of people and they can see some stuff. Some For stuff sure. that otherwise wouldn't make it out there because it's more behind the scenes stuff. Um, probably give them a little tour of my little studio and things like that on there so you can see what's going on behind the scenes. You probably see a little bit more of Reba. Yeah, I was like, I can try to be more present for sure when we do that because I'm like totally not present at all. I feel like I've tried to, like, I posted something what yesterday that people day liked it. I got a lot of reaction to your cargo short thing. Oh no, you posted like a uh, meme yeah. of a girl with like a humongous bag yeah. on her show that's like you going to the movie yeah. theater. I LOL'd at that. And of course, people were all about the comment about me wearing cargo shorts. (laughs) Yeah.
So yeah, I think once we get that set up, I'll definitely try to be more like present on that. And we can do a studio tour here. Doug's got some new toys in here. So he did get, did I show you this? He got this for his birthday. Sorry. Turning my computer will not help because this is the camera. Oh my gosh. It's a, wait, I'm telling everyone, I'm going to give a little play by play. It's a Mortal Kombat 2 arcade game complete, you know, like what you would find in an arcade. It's Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat 2 and Ultimate. Oh, games in one. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So it's pretty baller. I'm not going to lie. So we'll do a. Does he walk around saying finish him now? (laughs) Finish him. Well, he plays, he plays the uh, PlayStation version too. And it's, it's like my favorite to watch. Like I got mad at him because he finished it in like two days. I was like, what the hell? Like, (laughs) you know, I like to watch you play that game. Cause it's like watching a movie, like the storyline. And I know this is not necessarily Disney related, but the first thing I think of when I hear Mortal Kombat is this. I hope I hope this is what I think of that it is. Yes. But it's the techno version and it's always the techno version. Yes. We got to we got to let this listen. This um video on YouTube has 91 million views. All right, on this note, I think it's time to actually say goodbye. So good. All right, bye everyone.